Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And we do this every Friday morning at this time, an opportunity to come together and look at what's going on in the world. And, uh, well, generally we're able to find a spiritual perspective on it. Uh, we're always able to find a, a spiritual perspective on things. So, um, this week, however, we want to start out uh, this week with some big prayers for everyone that's been affected by Hurricane Henri, Hurricane now Ida uh, on the West Coast here. It was Hurricane Nora from the Pacific Ocean that uh, is impacting the weather in Colorado. It seems like almost the entire country is being impacted by some amount of weather from one major storm or another. Yeah, I mean, when, when you think about uh, these storms now and, you know, one of the interesting things they said about uh, Ida was that, you know, it normally would take storms a lot longer to go from one category to another. But now the storm from uh, Ida went from like, I think, a two, three to four, like in a matter of hours, so to speak. And they're hard to predict now because the water is so warm and we're just now hitting stride with hurricane season. Right. Yeah. It, it, it all is very fast, <clears throat> excuse me, rapid. And it, it definitely, you know, I don't know the science. I don't have the numbers on it, but it, from a layman perspective, these storms are getting more powerful and more frequent. Yes. <laughs> we expect a lot of flooding and rain in New Orleans when a hurricane hit New Orleans, but we don't expect that hurricane to go zipping up across the country and yeah. flood New York and New Jersey at the same time yeah. uh, from the same storm. But, I mean, it's crazy. You think about it. You know, so we have a storm. We're not even talking about what it may have done in the islands coming across there. Uh, but what from, from it went from New Orleans all the way up to New York, heavily affected D.C., Philadelphia, yeah. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York, in which are highly urban cities. I mean, it was it was flash flooding in New York City. I'm sure some of you may have seen water rushing through the subway system of New York. Um, you know, and having lived in that area for 15, 16 years and knowing the New York, New Jersey, tri-state area there, fairly well, looking at some of the places like the Schuylkill River in Philadelphia that I used to yeah. visit often when I was visiting relatives, uh, New York yep. City where I used to live, and and then I lived in, in, in uh, South Orange, New Jersey, amazing the amount of water and damage that took place. Yeah. It's... Every day, it seems more and more like we're living inside of a climate horror film. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a dystopian climate film going on in our lives. And yeah, only a couple of weeks ago, we're sitting here praying for all the fires across the planet. Now, those fires are still burning, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I kind of feel like breaking out in song. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't want me to sing. Trust me there. But uh, and And here's the thing, right? Here's why we open, why we say we're raising up prayers yeah. because on the individual level, there are things we can do here in this regard, but truthfully, the bigger thing is to be in a place of remembering that no matter what it looks like, no matter what's going on, there is some big, bigger vision emerging here. Yeah. Now, now I can lower my carbon footprint and, and I do everything I can to do that. I can, you know, do all the things that will lessen the, the input to creating this climate change shift that we're in the middle of. But truth is, I don't think there's any stopping it, Z. Um, no. I think because, you know, because we live in a systemic world, if you will, uh, once these things get just a little bit, once you know, as they say, once we get past the tipping point, and I think we did that, we, you know, we may be only 50 point, five, uh, <laughs> right. but it's tipped enough so that now, like, you know, wouldn't it have been great if all of that rain in some respects, I mean, it would have caused some other kind of issues, had gone over to the West Coast and put out some of those fires and filled up some of those lakes and, and so forth, right? But now that didn't happen. So we get fires that causes drought, historic droughts. We get tons of water over on mm -hmm. the east side of the country. But we still got, you know, the the uh, the mountain region. Some of these mountains and rivers and streams are 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 going dry. Even during the storm, the hurricane, they were saying that they noticed for the first time. And I forget the time period that the Mississippi River was flowing backwards because of the rain. Was being pushed upstream, right? Yeah. Yes. So Oops. you know, we having trouble. <laughs> But, and here's the thing, that does not mean the end of life or the end of life on planet Earth or any of that, right? We, we mourn the people whose lives have passed. We mourn the people who have decided to make that trans, trans, uh, transition at this time. And we know there's a lot of great people on the world. We're not working to reverse these effects. We're not looking to reverse what's going on. Truthfully, if the poles are in the middle of flipping magnetically, like many believe could be happening, many speculate, if that's truly happening, again, we're not going to stop that. Mm -hmm. Our prayer is to get in alignment with what's coming in the future. So, yeah, it may be a really good time to develop an organic um, sunscreen. It might be a really good time to use your gifts and skills and talents in one way or another for what we're going to face in the future, not trying to just say, oh, wait, 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 slow down. This can't happen. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And, and so. that's, and that's the thing, you know, I, I think the, the, the call to humanity, if you will, is to begin to be more conscious of our footprint as the word goes of how we treat the planet. We are not separate from the planet. We are part of the planet. We have come out of the earth, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And so 
you know, that's why they can say, oh, your body is made up of all the elements of the earth because we are one thing together. And we have to begin to respect that just like we try to respect our health and what we eat and how much sleep we get and what we take in and what we let out. We have to do the same thing in our relationship to this planet and and globally uh, or cosmically into the universe, because once this thing starts, you know, once something starts falling. Even if you catch it, there's going to be some problems that 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 happen just as a result of that falling. And, you know, and Hurricane Larry or, or Tropical Storm Larry or whatever it is right now is out there right now. And over the next week or so, it may cause some more trouble. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's another big storm. And that's part of it. We're going to face bigger and bigger and, and bigger storms. Right. And, 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 and one quick thing, you know, you, you think about last year, we went all the way through all the alphabets and then doubled back and started again. Right. Now let's hope that doesn't happen this year, given what we've seen from these first few storms and the power that they've hit uh, with, with, with some veracity. Uh, If we go, I mean, we on Larry right now, if we go all the way back around the A and say, we get three more storms out of all that, that are serious. That could be a challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. That could be a big challenge. And you know, you reminded me it's uh it's that piece, right, when we're falling and we know we come to that moment and and it's right between O and shit. <laughs> Anywhere, everywhere. Oh shit. And it's right there at that point where we know, okay. What am I going to do here? <laughs> am I going to yeah. go spread yeah. eagle and try to belly flop this? Am I going to roll up in a ball and try it and hope I don't hit anything solid? But don't, but don't look at this from the negative perspective is what we're saying, right? We know it can look bad. We know there's a lot going on. There's storms. There's whatever it is that's happening in our climate we, we want to look towards, well, what's the future hold? What's the good I can contribute to this? What Not to label this as good, but to say, what can I bring to this? Or who do I know? Might be a, it might just be prayers. Might just be small conscious pieces. You might know somebody that can do something yeah. uh, in a factory or a company or an organization. And I think, I think in light of that, I think here for for me, I think that if I had a mantra to preach about this whole thing, it would be the universe is reminding us for whatever reason, whether we cause it, whether the universe caused it, we we don't want to class any blame. We want to deal with what is at this moment, but it's saying there has to be balance right now. Things are out of balance as, as the, as the, as the Taoists would say, we are not following the way. We are not following the path. We are out of alignment. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. need to figure out what we need to do to get that balance to start swinging back the other way. Now, we know in the terms of balance, there's always the ebb and flow. But at some point, you can begin to maneuver and, and put things in place that will begin to right side it. may take a long time. But when you look at what's happening uh, in our, all of the systems and with the virus and the medical and the political and the weather. I mean, there is something that is overarching that says 
we are out of balance. Right. And, and, and now is time. You still have time to begin to write some of this. And after, and after a while, you know, you get the tipping point, but then after that, you get to the point of no return. And uh, I'm not sure what that point is, but uh, I think we still have a little time to not hit that too soon. Yes. Um, and to be in aligned. Yes. That's the thing, because once we're aligned, then it doesn't matter what changes around us. When, when we're truly aligned with this, these universal principles and recognize that none of this can be about us, none of this can be against us, none of this is here to hurt us, it's all just a matter of how we interact and respond to it. And, and you know, a perfect example of that, I watched a little bit of the skateboarding in the Olympics. Mm, okay. And now as long as those guys and gals who were doing the surf, uh, 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 the uh, skateboarding, and they also had surfing, same concept. As long as they were aligned with their board, whether it was a skateboard or or mm -hmm. a surfboard, it did not matter what they were jumping over or riding on in terms of the height or the speed. If they were in alignment, they were able to keep their balance and do all these amazing things that you look at and you say, I do not believe they just did that. Well, it's the same thing applies to us right now. We can do some amazing things if we get in alignment and maintain our balance and be able to bob and weave and shift to make things uh, more amenable uh, to keeping on our feet, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yes. And <clears throat> I love that analogy because, yes, it's alignment. It's alignment with the universal principle of gravity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> gravity in motion, right? If you're, if you're going that way, if you're going – south and you try to make your skateboard go north you're not going to land on your skateboard at the bottom of that trick you've got to be in alignment with the wave with the flow of, of gravity of the terrain and sometimes the adjustments take a bit to be able to see sometimes the adjustments in culture in society in our police departments, in other aspects of our society, it takes time to see the change. Yeah. The big story we want to talk about today is a place where we're seeing that change. Now, here in Colorado, this is a huge story. I'm not sure how much play it's getting nationally, but I hope it gets a lot more than it is. Uh, yesterday, a grand jury handed down an indictment here in Colorado for three police officers and two fire department uh, EMT paramedics for the wrongful death of Elijah McLean in the summer of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this story before, Z, right? We've, we've shared on this. Um, this sparked numerous protests here in the Aurora, Colorado area mm -hmm. uh, last summer. Uh, in the midst of the George Floyd protests and other and other racial equality protests, I tell you there was a huge sigh of relief yesterday. I felt it all across the state when they handed down these indictments and twenty three yeah. counts. I think it is Eve, uh, like yeah. something like that. And yeah, and so and and, and go and and the th interesting thing here is you know I. I, I, the union has come out and said that there's there's nothing wrong and so forth. You know they're standing behind the, the officers. However, one of the officers that uh, is indicted, we should say he's a prior officer, 
because he was fired for making fun of him and a couple of other officers who weren't involved in that. But they would take they took pictures making fun of the chokehold that is now banned that they used on the kid uh, to kill him. And now we're talking about a 23 year old kid who was uh, about 140 pounds. He was a licensed massage therapist. They already had him handcuffed with his hands behind his back when he was on the ground. And he had the ski mask on and there was, uh, uh, you know, people reporting in saying that, oh, he was, he was a suspicious character. But then when you come to find out he was anemic and he had some social anxieties. Um, and so that was why he did that. It was a known uh, thing as, as, as I understand from his community members. But now we have a dead kid and they gave him this ketamine, which according to the medical opinions, and we'll just say that until we listen to all the facts, that they gave him a dose of, of ketamine to try to calm him down that was more, a larger dose than his weight allowed. And he goes yes. into cardiac arrest. And the kids on the street will tell you that ketamine is known as special K. <laughs> And most of the kids on the street won't go near the stuff. <laughs> right? it, it, it truly did. Ketamine became a street drug known as Special K. Um, I watched it get into the psychedelic jam band scene for a long time. Never tried it. Uh, but talk to a lot of people that will tell you it's nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This should not be. Admin this should not be administered by a couple of paramedics that have no clue what's really going on on a, on a, quote crime scene um there's so much wrong with this story but now so much right that these guys are going to start to be held accountable so if, if you don't know the story folks z's got most of it for you young man he's walking home and somebody picks up a phone and says he looks suspicious folks if you're inside your house and there is somebody walking past your house that's not suspicious now, if they're going through your garbage, if they're trying to get into your car, if they're rolling around in your flower bed, that's suspicious. But a young man walking down the street ought not to be. No. And we've both looked at this case a number of times. Um, I have no question in my mind, the police absolutely overstepped this, um, in, just continued to push this when there was nothing wrong, there was no, nothing wrong here. Mm -hmm. And there was no need for them to ever speak to the, to Elijah that night. No. Um, and, and you know, interesting thing here is that, so if we, if we just take a quick peek at post George Floyd, which is a, one of the, the, the incident, it was the watershed moment, if you will, that brought all of this stuff to more light. It's always been mm -hmm. there, but it wasn't in light. Uh, you know, as of almost a year later to the uh, uh, and this is statistics from almost a year later from when George Floyd uh, was murdered, there were 966 reported killings by police. 18 well, almost 19 percent of that was blacks where they only make up 13 percent of the population. Right. Uh, and then I just recently saw. 
This just shows you how pervasive this is. They've just indicted, or an indictment is soon to go out, if it hasn't already, against the former Georgia prosecutor in the in, in the uh, Amadou Albrary case of cover-up. Um, right. Um, so we're just not talking about the physical hands. We're talking about the cover-up also that you have to start putting numbers in of people who commit crimes against uh, blacks and, and, and Latinx and people of color in the community who get covered up and it never comes to light. So we still have a problem again. Here's another watershed moment of where we're out of balance. This should These kinds of things should not be happening. Now, we know that police are on the firing line every day, but there has to be a balance. We have to figure this out. These cases may occasionally happen, but they shouldn't be to this proportion. Right. Yes, exactly. It should not be to the, to these proportions. And I, I, folks, if you've been following this program at all over the last year and a half, uh, we've been calling for a refunding of the police in many, many, many ways. Um, I've kind of gotten, I don't want to call it an addiction, but, uh, I've started getting into some of these videos online of police and citizen interactions. And there, if you don't know this, folks, there are folks, there are people that go out with video cameras and do things that are just below the legality of the law, you know, just on the edge in order to videotape police and do, mm-hmm. quote, what they call an audit. Now, most of these focus around uh, First Amendment, freedom of speech, right to videotape, those types of things that start. My point is we are being inundated with information that again and again and again and again exposes how the majority consciousness in the police in this country would appear to be Mm -hmm. that they have the right to do anything they want. Mm -hmm. We're all guilty until we're proven, until they can prove that we're innocent. And until they've proven that we're innocent to their liking, we are under detainment and we're being detained in some way or shape. And unfortunately, it leads to cops going over the line. Yeah. Yeah. And and there was a sergeant or there was a captain or there was or the police chief that night. They got that phone call and they had that. Oh, shit moment, too. Right. Oh, shit. He did what? They said they their the video is where, and it's and nice that, to see that the Aurora Police Department and the state of Colorado is doing something about this one. <laughs> and and now here's the interesting thing you, you hit a you hit a key word there for me a minute ago when you said someone uh, saw this kid and thought he was suspicious, right? And they reported it. Now, if we just fast forward to yesterday or day before yesterday when Texas enacted and Supreme Court upheld this new abortion right where a citizen has the right to call in on another citizen to say that they think they either had an abortion, assisted somebody in an abortion. Uh, That's problematic unto itself. But the kicker is if you do that, you get $10,000. Now, you can only imagine they better set up five hotlines for that, right? Because people are going to be trying to get that $10,000. Uh, <laughs> Tell me that. Yeah, that's that's set up for graph right there. <laughs> 
Hey, you know, I I think my I think my my buddy George down the street just helped some dog commit an abortion. No, 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 she's a human. She just looks like it, right. I, there's there's too much. That's a problem. Uh, it's a problem. I saw, I saw a cartoon the other day or yesterday, and it's a it's a jumbo jet. And there's women hanging off of the wheels and the doors and the wings. And it says last flight out of Texas. <laughs> um, <laughs> it might be a whole nother story here. I know. And, and, and then to add insult to injury, if we just stay on that thing for sort of for a minute, if you go out to California where they got the recall and they got Larry Elder, who's making state, he's running for governor and he's making statements about some woman who, made an allegation against him for some kind of a sexual harassment. And he said, well, if you saw her, she was, she was unattractive and too overweight uh, for me to even be interested. Now that's being very glib for someone who is trying to be the governor of the second, I think California's the second largest or maybe the first largest populist state in the union. And we're going to try to give control over to that guy. Yeah. You know, I might have sexually abused you if you were better looking and took care of yourself. You know, lose 20 pounds and then maybe, maybe I'd hit on you. But no, no, no. The way you are now, uh, it's That's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> uh, Texas, California, we're praying for all of you folks. And, you know, we laugh and that's part of what Fridays are about. That's part of what this program really is about. A chance to to not find humor. No, no. But, but find to a little bit of but to <laughs> highlight and put a little bit of levity. Put a you know, be able to to not freak out and to not lose my shit about this stuff because I'd I would there are times, right? I would there are times where I would like to personally call the governor of Texas right now and give him a good old tongue lashing. Uh and this whole thing, you know, although there we do it with some levity, the whole thing is, as we've been saying a couple of times today, is to get us to an awareness that we are out of balance and we need to find an alignment that supports life, period, whether it's bug life or human life or life in between. Because yeah. at some point we are a connected system. And as the Native American tradition says, we are in a web of life anything we do to the web we do to ourselves we're not we're not separate from the web of life we are integral part of it so whatever we're doing when we we allow these kinds of things to happen and we witness these changes in the climate and behavior and everything we are out of alignment and we need to figure out how to bring some balance and alignment back into life or this life as we know it now will be forever changed Mm -hmm. And there, folks, is your charge for this glorious Labor Day weekend across North America. I can say that because I know it's Labor Day weekend in Canada as well. Uh, I don't know if Mexico has a Labor Day uh, holiday or not, but uh, at least the two-thirds of North America, uh, it's a holiday weekend. And that's our challenge for you today. That's our call for you today is to spend some time this weekend. <clears throat> not just cooking burgers and partying in the backyard and getting the last trip to the mountains in or whatever it may be. Yes, do all of that. Most likely because you already have it planned. But along the way, join in a little bit 
and lend some time to, to some consciousness of saying, how do I want to be mm. in this new vision of a new of a new emerging world? We have a new politics emerging. We have a new climate emerging. We have new ways of social interaction emerging. Yeah. We have a new level, a new experience of racial equity emerging in this country and across the planet. I think you can probably give up a half an hour, an hour worth of your time this weekend to contemplate, to be in a visioning, to meditate. How do you want to serve this evolution, this emerging vision? How do you want to be part of the change? Not just sitting around waiting for the next big hurricane and waiting for the water to get up on top of your porch as well. Yeah. And, 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 and my, my statement would be, be safe guys. Uh, we see the numbers of, of the virus rising. It's rising among children. Uh, and I know everybody or a lot of people, I won't say everybody, that's presumptuous, but a lot of people are going to be out celebrating these last days of summer. The pools are about to close after Labor Day and, and school in earnest will be starting for almost all colleges and, and private schools and public schools. And if we're not careful, we're going to watch another spike after the Labor Day weekend. Um, so please be safe, be conscious. Um, excuse me. And, wash and, your hand. Wash your hand. Wash your hand. Your mask, uh, keep your distance. Keep your distance and have fun as well. We're not saying don't have fun because you got to have balance. You I mean, here's that balance thing again, but we got to be smart. Right. Exactly. All right, folks. Well, thank you for being with us. It's 730 on the Mountain Time Zone. That means we have effectively used our half hour of allotted airwaves to uh, jibber jabber and share our shit with you. If you've had a good time, please consider making a donation. New Thought Media Network. Head on over to the website ntmedia.org and just click on the donate button. Everything else you'll need to know is there. If you'd like to connect with us directly and be part of a, a broader conversation, Reach out, minister talk at ntmedia.org. Do you have something you'd like us to discuss? Or perhaps you have a, uh, a, someone you'd like to see on the show? Or perhaps you'd like to be on the show? Please reach out to us, minister talk at ntmedia.org. All right, Z, final thoughts before we get out of here this morning. Alignment, alignment, alignment. <laughs> and I must say, for a holiday weekend, rest and relaxation. Yes. Have it all, folks. We love you. We'll see you next week. Until then, please go out there and make it a great weekend. Make it a great world. Make it a great life. We love you. Love, light, and insight. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.